This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Behind the Rose, where Bachelor Nation meets country music and everything in between. Here's your host, Blake Horseman. Hello and welcome to another episode of Behind the Rose podcast. I'm your host, Blake Horseman, here with my buddy, as usual, Eric Bradley. And today we're talking to Australian duo Seaforth. Seaforth is just working their way onto the U.S. country charts, and we talk about their unusual name, how welcoming Nashville has been for them, how they might actually have to work to keep their accents. But first, Eric, let's chat a little bit about, uh, well, this last weekend, played at Mile High Spirits again, second month in a row, well, really third, I guess. Another successful night. It was wild down there. Yeah, crowd surfers and all. Yeah, we had my first crowd surfer, my first crowd surfer this last week. So that was fun to see. And that girl actually DM'd me. She saw my story and DM'd me and was like, oh my God, that's me. That's so embarrassing. I was like, no, it's kind of cool, actually. (laughs) I can't wait till I'm out there crowd surfing. That's the goal eventually. You should do that at Red Rocks tomorrow night. Yeah, so going to Kygo. No, I want to crowd surf at my own show, though. Like that's, that's my goal. To do one of those like trust falls into the crowd. Yeah, I hope it splits like the Red Sea. Problem is, is there's about 100 women in the front row. So I feel like that could go very badly at most of my shows, but I'm going to do it. So I'm going to do it. Yeah, so I'm going to Kygo Thursday. Going to Kygo Thursday. Pretty excited about that. At Red Rocks, baby. It's going to be, he has special guests too, which I think it's going to be One Republic, personally. But we'll see who it is. I'm excited to see who the, the guest is. And then Eric, you're going up to... Yeah, I'm Country keeping Jam. it real and supporting my my people, my friends. Yeah, going to Country Jam. Going to see Travis and Luke. Say what up to the boys. Uh, looking forward to the four and a half hour drive. And I was just going to say, it's gonna quick, at least it's not going to be too hot out there this weekend. No, it's supposed to be in the 90s, which is, if you guys don't know, Grand Junction, hot as fuck up there. So 90s is cool up there this time of year. And then I'm going to come up there Friday. Friday morning, hungover as hell from the Kygo concert and go up to Country Jam. I'm excited. I've been to Country Jam in like five, six years. So for those of you that don't know, Country Jam is the stagecoach of Colorado. That's what uh, Country Jam is. So really looking forward to it. It's going to be a good time. When was the last time you were out there, Eddie? It would have been, gosh, five or six years. But we used to go all the time when I was at the radio station in Denver. Yeah. Uh, we go out there all the time. You, you came out with me uh, one year, Eric. Yeah, I think it was Keith Urban. Yeah, yeah. I was, was. I think I was at that country jam too. No way. It's wild to think. Yeah, yeah. That's wild. I was at. That I was one. like Frankie Ballard, Keith. Yeah, Urban. that was yeah, a good Frankie one. had us up on stage. Yeah, yeah. And Keith Urban's uptight management was like, "Who are you people?" We're like, Frankie <laughs> uh, brought us up here. Um, we but, still got to stay, <laughs> sir. Yeah, we still yeah, got I was to at stay. That. That's crazy. So, we were yeah. all there at that festival. That's funny. Yeah. It's a great festival, man. Three, so much fun. Three days. Uh, Cadillac Ranch. Yep. Yes. The RV park. Those campsites up there turn up. Mm-hmm. Those campsites get wild. You ever uh, troll through yeah. there, Blake? Oh, yeah. I'm going to troll through there <laughs> this weekend, too, for sure. Of course sure. <laughs> I know. I was going to say, because we, we would always gear up in all the radio station shirts so people would know we work there. And then we'd just go out to the campsites and be like, well, hello, ladies. Oh, my God. <laughs> you work at KYGO? Oh, my God. I 
Oh, it's so cool. <laughs> well played. Well yeah, played. Yeah. Those, yeah, those campsites were at Cadillac Ranch. And oh, so they have like a dance crazy. floor in the campsites with a DJ. Gosh, it's so much fun. So much fun. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that, honestly, just as much as some of those concerts. So yeah, yeah. it's going to be a, it's going to be a fun weekend. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much. Yeah, no, no, nothing exciting in Bachelor Nation. Yeah, and I know it's kind of a boring week in Bachelor Nation. It was very somber. It was a sad episode. Still crying. Yeah. My eyes are still red from it. <laughs> it was a, it was a sad episode. We did get booked for some things over the Fourth of July weekend, but maybe we'll save that. Maybe we'll save that uh, next week. Um, we'll talk about that next week. But we got a uh, yeah, pretty looking looking forward to Fourth of July weekend. That's gonna be wild. It's gonna be a wild weekend. All right, coming up, our chat with Seaforth behind the rose. All I wanna do is hear your voice. Pretend it doesn't hurt like hell Drink some wine and talk about the past And not go ten steps back But breakups don't work like that Tom, Mitch, thanks for joining us, guys. G'day, g'day. Guys. How are you? We're good, man. We're good. That was also the most Australian intro. You're like, hey, g'day, guys. G'day, g'day. G'day. Absolutely. I thought we were talking to Keith Urban. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lean into that, Just man. <laughs> thanks for coming on. Uh, appreciate it. How long... Have you guys known each other? Yeah, you guys have quite a story in history. It's we, been a minute. Uh, yeah. What, two weeks now? Uh, two and a half, yeah. <laughs> two and a half, yeah. Craigslist is yeah, pretty cool, man. a special man. thing. <laughs> no, we, uh, we knew we met when we were three years old. We went to Seaforth Kindergarten in Sydney, Australia, and that's kind of where we met, flicking sand and, like, eating crayons or whatever you do at that age. Um, Speak for yourself. <laughs> Tom was doing worse. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so it's been, a long, it's been a long time, high school after that, and then... And then to Here where we are. we are today. That's incredible, man. That's insane. I don't think I've, we've had anybody on who's known known each other that long, like three years old. That's insane. And it's dope that the name of your guys' band is Seaforth. Like, it, it, it like is, you just wrapped it all together. It also kind of isn't, though. Like, in a way, like in Sydney, I remember when we started, we're like, I was starting to do it. People were like, what are you calling yourselves? We're like, Seaforth. They're like, really? <laughs> like, like you're here in like the local suburb and you're like oh nice like, name being yeah. from nashville and calling yourself green hills or something like yeah, i don't yeah. know just like <laughs> i guess that's so true i mean america seaforth sounds awesome well, i guess that's you. so true I mean, be like, did I mean, no, i'm just thinking of like denver be like littleton yeah you know? ex exactly <laughs> but also it's a name that we can't even pronounce properly like to translate because there's a we picked it a word that has an r in it which would be like seaforth and we're like seaforth you and know, like, we're saying safe hold see, like we, seafood what? we finished a festival in 2019 and the, there was a guy announcing like the acts afterwards and, and we like finished our set and he goes guys make some noise one more time for um, what do you call this seafoam <laughs> make some noise for seafoam and we're like close that's yeah, alright <laughs> so when did you guys first start performing together like when did you guys decide like oh damn you sound good like I sound good maybe we should give this a shot like when did that happen? I mean technically the first performance we did together we were about 13 and it was at like a school function at our high school like a parent teacher cocktail party or something like that 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 we sang for and that was like the first I think we did what was the song that what's that? some Australian oh, artist yeah. probably I can't yeah. remember what it was. But that was the pinnacle, really. That was yeah, all, down, all downhill, <laughs> downhill, from yeah, all downhill from there. Um, but then, as a, as for actually collaborating like seriously, and it wasn't until we were like nineteen when we like wrote our first song together because we okay. we were kind of just doing our own thing separately all throughout school, and um, it wasn't until yeah we were nineteen that we first like got in. We're like, let's write a song. Like I know we're both doing music. We were sending music back and forward. We we're like, let's let's like link up and and see what we can do. And from that kind of first day. We were like, oh shit! I think this is like what we've been like kind of searching for, and light bulbs went off, and then we started Seaforth 
Essentially that day. The light bulbs in his house were pretty old. Yeah, yeah, everything. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the rest is history. So I got to ask though, because I always find this interesting because you guys get along super well. I can already tell. <laughs> I'm sure you guys have your moments where you like want to kill each other. But like, what if I was like Mitch and Tom instead of Tom and Mitch or Tom and Mitch instead of Mitch Tom? Does that like get to you guys? Like, is there like some weird like ego thing? Did you get the note from management that it's Tom and Mitch? <laughs> is that <laughs> Todd, Todd and Mike, dude. Todd and Mike um, from Seafood. John um, and Jim. Yeah, dude, yeah, literally. <laughs> really not nah, bro like i, don't I think shit. yeah we don't we don't care at this this like yeah it's whatever yeah that's what it seems like i mean you guys seem super cool and like i can tell by the way you guys like banter off each other you guys have been around each other quite a bit oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah too, too much yeah, too, too much, much. Yeah. yeah no me and eric i mean me and eric can spend a lot of time together I'm, we're out on the road and everything and yeah it's, it's the same thing like there's certain things where it's just like yeah it's just like you know it doesn't matter the dumbest fucking arguments yeah well, we'll <laughs> but the, the greatest arguments. Like, oh exactly <laughs> I mean, at that point, you like know each other so much that so you know what would make them tick and where to like pull back. But then sometimes oh, yeah. you just can't resist, oh, yeah. and it's like, you know, what? Yeah. I want to win this little this little dig. <laughs> yeah, this one's mine. Yeah, yeah, this yeah one's exactly. Mine. Yeah. Well, that's awesome, man. So you guys are obviously, you know, blowing up right now. I mean, you, congratulations to the success, guys. So you guys started basically writing music together at about 19 what's that process like for you guys like does one come up with lyrics one come up with melody like how does that work for you guys um we're both pretty like melodic based at first like we just kind of like i feel like we that's kind of our stronger point and then I, that's why like being in nashville is great because there's so many amazing lyricists here that you know and i feel like we've kind of developed that skill over time and like uh we're lucky to work with amazing writers and stuff but dude i feel like we both have a pretty like high uh, threshold of like what we like and so like if we start something and it's kind of shitty or we're just not vibing like we'll just move on to the next thing but I think at this point like friendship wise we know each other super well but we also know each other super well musically and can tell when someone's like vibing on something or whatever but it's definitely very collaborative and um, I don't know man it yeah. feels pretty natural at this point you know we've been doing it for a while melodies so, yeah. music and then yeah lyric usually comes after and unless... tears okay. yeah and tears a little bit of crying. <laughs> a lot of tears. Some whiskey, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you kind of talked about Nashville just now. When did you guys decide, okay, like we know that we have this this thing going and it's working really well. Like we're going to do it. We're going to move to Nashville. Or is that like 9,000 miles or something insane? Like when was that decision kind of made and why? I mean, I think the decision to move... I mean, well, first of all... Well, it kind of went to L.A. to Nashville, right? Well, yeah, yeah Tom lived in L.A. For, for a couple of years before we'd even started, like, collaborating. But the first day we wrote that song, as I told you, essentially our goal was set on Nashville, like, immediately. We booked a trip two weeks after that. We're like, we need to go um, and just check what it's about. It's like the, it's obviously the home of country music. It's where the music that, that we love is created, and mm. we want to just immerse ourselves in that community, like the songwriting community, and experience it. So yeah, we we get, we went out there like a couple months after the first day, and did a month writing trip there, and it was just immediate that we knew that this is where we had to be. Like just fell in love with the place and how everything um, just revolves around music. Yeah, man. Um, it's inspiring. From then it was just like, how do we get back here? as many times as we can until we ended up signing a deal here which facilitated us moving but Mitch, it was Mitch pretty a, much straight away Mitch got a job at White Castle yeah White Castle for a while there was, yeah I've, I've still got There's one you there do, you know? yeah yeah Flipping they can sponsor me Tom, yeah. Tom, Tom was <laughs> working on the corner of Murfreesboro Park in Nolensville yeah it's his so, favourite corner <laughs> yeah, good corner <laughs> It's <laughs> great. Was it a bit of a culture shock though? Like when you guys came to Nashville or was it, did you guys just feel like you fit right in? It's just like where we're supposed to be. It's funny. Like being foreign, I feel is like the biggest culture shock. Cause you grow up in Australia and like you forget that like you have an accent here and like, you know what I mean? Like, so like, 
I don't know. And I feel like my accent's fading, like, fucking, it's, it's disappearing rapidly. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I have to check myself sometimes. But yeah, like when we first started coming out here, I feel like it was like ordering food and stuff. You would say like two words and people were like, where, where are you from? And you're like, Australia. And then it's like, you should go sometime. It's just like this, you know. <laughs> yeah, like put another shrimp on the barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a fucking prawn. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I feel like, like I want to do that right now, but yeah. it's like, dude, there was just professional. Be there professional. Was, there was a girl at a, a party one time that literally was just chatting with me, and she's like, "So tell me about Australia." <laughs> and I was like, "Ah, uh, well." what do you want to know? <laughs> like, it's a fucking, that's a vague question, a broad question. And she's like, are there kangaroos everywhere in Australia? And I'm like, uh, and I was like, everywhere, everywhere. <laughs> and she's like, really? I was like, yeah, yeah. Like on the streets, like you ride a kangaroo instead of driving a car sometimes. She's like, get your kangaroo license. She was like, really? And I was like, yeah, yeah. You got to get your kangaroo license down there. And she's like, really? And I was like, no. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's, that's she probably 100% bought what you were saying too. Oh, dude. <laughs> she's yeah. listening to this like, fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's I don't amazing. think we had a crazy, like, it's not like two complete different worlds. Like, it all kind of like lines up at the end of the day. Obviously, just having different accents is, is something. But because yeah. we were doing frequent trips out, it was kind of like we're just like testing the waters and by mm. the time we actually moved we'd already done so many trips and tom had lived there for a, for a while it wasn't like whoa yeah. where the hell are we we kind of like got to know the place and had built friendships and connections and stuff so that yeah. when we came in we were like this is our home i'd say nashville is a drinking town that's for sure right. <laughs> that's All, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah dude All I used day, to, every I, day when i lived in sydney i would like have a beer with dinner and not finish the beer <laughs> Like, literally. <laughs> and these days I'm like, that's Nashville, fun. you're starting at brunch. It's 5 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I wasn't like that in Sydney, but I, yeah. <laughs> it is a drinking town. Do you know they say drinking town with a music problem, which is probably what everyone's heard, but I'll, uh, it's true. So true, so true. So when you first got, you know, like you said, you kind of built, started building relationships and stuff in Nashville. Who was like one of the first people to kind of like take you on your wing out there? Like take them under their wing, I should say. Um, okay, yeah, our friend Katie, uh, who works now at Warner Chapel Publishing Company, she's she was amazing to us um, and still is. Like she's one of our closest friends, but we didn't know anyone except for her. Really, she let us stay at her house and uh, you know organize these rights for us with people that we didn't even expect to like you know get in the room with and all this sort of stuff. And so she was like a big champion of us in the beginning. And uh, dude, and Nashville, I feel is such a supportive town. I feel like once you know, if someone likes you, they'll help you. Like, there's no real, like, ego like that, you know? Like, so we, like I said, we were writing with sick writers that then would be like, you guys are great or whatever. And then they put us in rooms with the, you know, and it was like a very natural thing. And we just started making friends and it felt really, you know, that's part of the reason that like drew us here a lot was like, everyone is such legends here, you know? Like everyone's so nice and it's like, it's just a cool thing. But yeah, people have been good to us along the way, man, for sure. I think we yeah. had a lot of opportunities that we didn't expect to have pretty quickly. So. Yeah, yeah, Nashville's amazing in that sense. And that's why, I mean, even Eric, like Eric's not the biggest fan of country music, but he loves the people mm. in country music. You know what I mean? I've, like, I've like, built yeah. so many deep relationships. Like it is literally a family. Yeah, man, it is, 100%. That's, that's it's very thing. weird, yeah, because like I went from not listening to one country song, meeting Eddie, to like knowing every artist, TM, production manager, yeah. label, mm -hmm. everything. It's great. From yeah. top do, to do bottom. You, do you like country music more now or do we I have a very big appreciation for it? Yeah. Do you listen sure. to do you and listen to it? Do you listen to it for fun? Um 
Yes and no. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. The shows are definitely, yeah. The there's nothing are... like a country show. And I tell everybody yeah, 100%, this. Like, dude, 100%. It is just the best party you yeah, could bro. ever go to. Yeah, Even 100%. if you don't like country, you're going to love the vibe of a country show right, and then yeah, fall in right. love with it. Yeah, right. exactly. You're right, man. It's, yeah. it's the community and it's the, the energy and stuff is a big part of it for sure. I remember Eric would take me to these, these shows. Um, when I got, so we met kind of a couple years ago and I got off the show and uh, I'd be, I'd know every fucking word. Like I'd be front yeah, row, fangirling yeah. front row. Yeah, and yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah. who the fuck is this guy? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 like, yeah. I would just appreciate it so much because I am a big country music fan. And it's always cool to hear like you said, like you go to Nashville and I, we've heard this from literally every artist we've had on and some legends, like some legends will like be sitting down at the bar across from you and you'll start up a conversation. Next thing you know, you're in a room writing with them. Right, like it's right. just wild down there. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent, dude. People are uh, super open to it. And like, it's just, it's a hobby as much as it is like a job, you know, people just That's a good way to put it. it. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Who's one of your favorite people you guys been able to like write with or partner with? There are so there are many. So, I mean, like, lot, I mean, just to, to, bring up anything she says like Mitchell Tempany who uh, we wrote anything she says with him got that to put amazing. that song out with him and go on tour with him yeah that um, was sick he kind of took us under our wing with that and we became really really close he's like label mates with us as well but I think he's a great example of someone like that that is not afraid to like help the the little guy you know and like take them along hey dude that's <laughs> yeah <laughs> five foot um sorry um no uh but I think he was great in that. So I think he's, yeah, he's a great example of someone that, um, yeah, that we looked up to, but then we ended up becoming like close friends. And yeah. yeah. We'll be right back. As far as like your musical influence. So I'll be honest, I don't, other than like maybe Keith Urban, like I don't know yeah, from yeah. any Australian, you know, yeah, yeah, like right, country right, right. music artist. So who right. was like your influence? Dude, it's funny, like, because there is definitely like a country music industry in Australia and it's been growing for years and years and it's kind of more appreciated than ever right now. Um, but, I, you know, it's very geographically uh, swaying as far as like, you know, we lived in like metropolitan Sydney, like the middle of a city, essentially like living in LA, right? But in Sydney, country music isn't necessarily like accessible. Like it's not on terrestrial radio like it is in the US. So like okay. we grew up listening to like pop radio and like, but then our parents and stuff always like listened to like older music. Like I was big influenced by like ACDC and Deep Purple and like Fleetwood Mac and bands like that, like Mitch was. And then once we discovered Keith Urban, because we both have always played instruments and then discovering Keith was like kind of a, a, a key for us. Uh, a Keith, if you will, and it kind of opened the door to <laughs> to country because it was like this guy's playing guitar, he's singing songs, he's telling stories, he's got lyrics, he's got like depth that I think we were both naturally leaning towards but hadn't really found yet. And then it opened the door to country music, and then we're like, oh, that's country music. And so, like, our influence is very broad, but we want that to reflect in our music too because I feel like country music is about stories, and we want to tell our story musically and lyrically in what we do. Yeah. Apologies. I think you've been asked that before. I feel like I, think Dude, that was I was on one just then. I don't know, man. I was, I was going with it. Right, well, that's all we got time for today, folks. Uh, come the tears. No, I love that though because I think country music is a good example of people. It does tell stories, and mm -hmm. I think country music. We've talked about this in the past. 
it's starting to move and like the genre itself is broadening so much. Like, right. I, I love that about country music. I think people right. are, are more willing to embrace it uh, than maybe some other genres out there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's exciting, man. I think we're, we're doing this at a very exciting time for country music. And there are a lot of artists that have like paved the way before us and are paving the way right now. And we just hope to kind of be, some, a, part of be a part of that would be crazy. So that's the, yeah. Hashtag Absolutely. goals, yeah. So let's let's go ahead and talk about uh, breakups. Let's talk about your new song, Breakups. Uh, it's going to hit the radio here soon. June 21st. There's obviously a story in that. Uh, For what's sure. the story behind that uh, song? <laughs> um, well, there's this chicken, right? <laughs> <laughs> I was on Tinder and that. No, um, I, uh, I, I mean, Mitch and I have obviously both moved from Australia and sacrificed a lot in moving over here in different ways. And like we relate to different things in different ways and then also have our own stories with like relationships and stuff. But I broke up with this one girl uh, who's in Australia and she's a legend, but she, you know, it just, it was like right girl, wrong time thing. And it messed me up for like a long time, but we wrote breakups right after I broke up with her and I was really cut up about it. And uh, we were in the room the day we wrote it and we were writing with this legendary writer named Liz Rose and a buddy of ours, Cameron Bedell, who's great, but Liz kind of doesn't beat around the bush. She's kind of like, you know, she wants it to be great. And so we started this one thing and she's like, is this great? We're like, oh, that's pretty cool. She's like, no, no, She's like, scrap this. She's like, Tom, what's going on with your girl? I know there's something. And I was like, oh God. And I like, you know, told her about it. And then we started talking about it. most sessions. Right, all right. I'm just like the, I'm like the emotional <laughs> punching bag. But no, um, but then, yeah. And then, so we, we talked about it and then that's where the song came from. So definitely like, it was a very real song for me at that moment. But then I, you know, we both relate yeah, to it in different ways. Both and experienced that. Yeah. yeah, and then you know to see people react to it the way that they already have, and to have it going to radio and stuff is really cool because it came from such a real place. And so it's like, you know, you'd think that you would see a real song connect because it's just like it's emotion, but like to see it actually kind of starting to somewhat happen maybe is cool. So, yeah, yeah. Was that a pretty quick? Like, did you guys write that like that day? Was it kind of one of those mm -hmm. things yeah. where just kind of like, like all a, fell together? Yeah, I think it was just yeah, stand like four hour kind of job. And yeah. I, I remember oh, wow. finishing it and we like sang it in the room and we were kind of like cool, great song, like, cool song, whatever. Good, yeah. Until like the days after that, we like sometimes that happens because you've been like at it like repeating yourself for the whole day and then you're like actually shit, I think we got a I think we got a good one here today. And I think it took someone else listening to it and be like. This song's freaking great. We're like, is it? Oh, cool, thanks. <laughs> and then like we lived with it, and then ended up like recording like a decent demo of it. And we're like, oh, this is this is a special song. Like we need to like do this right, and it just it's come to be the right time to put it out and and focus on it. So we're just excited to see it do its thing. And it's also the first song that like um, we started producing over quarantine. And like Tom's just been sitting in like in the back room um, over the last year. Uh, when everything was closed and it's the first song uh, that he did in the house and we like recorded all the vocals at home and put it together here and, and got it mixed out um outsourced mix and, and put out like the first like self-production so it's cool on that wow on so that from beginning to well. end kind of yeah. thing like it's yeah. all yeah, yeah you're you're all over that i was gonna ask that because you guys did it you know you guys did do this in quarantine yeah. most of this song in quarantine yeah did you find it easier to write in quarantine to work in quarantine or was it way harder for you guys for a while we didn't we didn't do a thing didn't we we really? just sat around and cried um <laughs> but then but then nah like because everyone was doing the zoom writing thing and dude like zoom writing is so uh, niche no. it's just so hot yeah I don't know we tried it and we were like yeah so we took a minute and then we yeah we just started like recording and making music because we luckily had songs from before the pandemic that we loved that didn't hadn't really you know seen the light yet so we started working on those and then we started writing again as the world came back to normal but it was a really nice I think needed break because we found some new inspiration and you know sadness 
to yeah. use. Yeah. <laughs> no, totally. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. The music that's going to come out of quarantine and out of this pandemic yeah, is going to yeah. be, oh, yeah, there's going to be some sad shit. Oh yeah, dude. Fuck my wife. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's going to be an interesting um, few years, I think, coming up. Oh, uh, yeah, dude. Especially country music's already fucking sad sometimes. So. Right, 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 right. <laughs> that's funny, man. Yeah. Everything's opening up slowly but surely. You guys got some things on the books. You're going on tour with Jordan Davis. Uh, pretty excited about that. We're going to Starting in September. Yeah, starting in yes, September. So how did you guys get on that tour? Are you guys, you know, close to Jordan Davis? Or was this kind of like Again, a- Craigslist just <laughs> yeah. he was just putting out like anyone <laughs> that we can help. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean I don't know how that exactly came about, but we we'd met him before and we'd hung out, so like we knew like no. Yeah, because you guys aren't label mates. Yeah, so. yeah, no, we're not label mates. I think it just came down to the, like the fact that I think our music kind of lines up well with what he's doing and mm-hmm. his audience, um, and also Mackenzie Porter on that tour. I think like all of us together is kind of like a great rounded combo that um, it wouldn't be like anyone like standing skew off like well this is a weird like match. I feel like all of our stuff is cohesive and it just kind of made sense for us. Um, to be on that with him and we're so stoked that, that we could be I think it's going to be such a like a fun a fun time and we cannot yeah. wait to just get back out again because yeah. it's been it's been a minute yeah Jordan Davis is great yeah I, I've been seen him a couple times he's a you guys music definitely works perfectly together so that'll, that'll be a fun fun time have you guys played any shows yet since things have kind of opened up in Nashville and everything yeah we did we did two shows in Atlanta uh, last weekend oh. at Eddie's Attic this uh, acoustic venue which is sick and We've kind of always wanted to play there and we did two nights that like sold out there, which is really sick. Like we were just like, let's just try it, see how we go, see if anyone gives a shit about us or if anyone wants to come, you know, whatever. And so we had a blast, man. We just went down and um, it was just Mitch and I. So we kind of just like talked some trash and played some new music and kind of did the whole thing. And it was really fun. Very relaxed. Yeah. That was the vibe of that. Was the audience just like ready to fucking rage? You know what I mean? Like everybody's just ready to go. That's what I loved about it because it was it was so relaxed. It didn't feel like we'd rehearsed. Like I mean, we did, but like all the talking points was just us shit talking and like bantering and like getting people involved. And it just seemed like a really lighthearted, like good introduction back into Mm -hmm. what we uh, used to do. But yeah that's awesome yeah nice do you got anything thing. coming up people yeah. could know about you know obviously before the jordan davis yeah i mean we have just a like a bunch of like one-off stuff uh we're playing um the festival we're playing uh country thunder country thunder in wisconsin Ooh. we're doing like a run next month we're doing a show um with hardy we're doing a show with jordan davis um headline in omaha you can yeah. yeah it's it's all like just beep, 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 random stuff yeah. until the main tour but yeah that can if you want to check it out it's all at our website <laughs> there uh, you go i was just gonna say where where, where can everybody uh, find you at we are c4th.com i was gonna just say some titty panda 99 yeah yeah titty panda. <laughs> yeah we are c4th.com and then the, all the tour dates and stuff and there's some more stuff that's coming through so it feels like the world is becoming the world again which is nice so yes yeah. Very nice. And obviously, before we get out of here, we got to talk about the Grizzly Rose. Oh, is it? That's you mentioned Heck yeah. That you had played there. Honestly, that was like one of the fun. We did that. We've played there three times with Mitchell now, like like the, the, before his tour. And then we went out and did back to back nights there. And mm-hmm. fuck, that was such a good time, man. The the uh, mechanical a, the mechanical uh, bull. Oh, the, the back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, we, yeah we, got, we were just there Saturday, and yeah, I was we were, way yeah. over fucking served. <laughs> I don't know how I was on the dance floor. Dude. Top five drunk because I've never seen this guy dance before, and he was on the dance floor. Dude, that's incredible. Great. We yeah we I was two stepping in my Yeezys. Yeah, <laughs> there's a there's a song title right there, dude. Two stepping yes, in my there we go. Right there. Yes. You're a writer, bro. Two stepping in my Yeezys. Yeah, we we. 
we got pretty loose one night there. Um, and I remember it was snowing when we were at the time. We got stuck we in a snowstorm on the yeah. bus. We had to pull over and then we played fo- football in like a Kroger car park or something like that. It was, <laughs> I think I was, interesting. I was sleeping. Yeah, totally <laughs> I was sleep. sleeping. Like I a... should have been asleep, honestly. But no. <laughs> uh, no, yeah. well, I can't. You guys are definitely going to play there again at some point, yeah, I'm we'd sure. Love so. to, man. Yeah, we'll keep our eye out for you Hell for yeah. sure. Because, yeah, it's just down the road from us. So we love go there all the time. Go. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, you, you guys have to come out. come out to a Davis show, though. Just Oh, yeah, we'll find something close. Hopefully, we can do one up. Sucks when I go in there. Anyway, I know that doesn't. Yeah, happen. we'll yeah. find one close, like Utah, Phoenix, or we just fly down to see Eddie too, and just make a weekend out of it. See these boys and Jordan. Yeah, the Virginia Beach one. Yeah, the Virginia Be Beach fun, one. Dude. Perfect. I've actually never been to Virginia Beach, so I need to make a trip down there, man. I've heard good things. So there's your, there's your chance. Yeah. Awesome, guys. Well, everybody, go listen to Breakups. It's out on the uh, radio June twenty first, and go check out Seaforth guy. And you guys are just Seaforth on Instagram, right? Oh, uh, we are. We are Seaforth. Oh yeah. Oh, we yeah, are yeah, Seaforth. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome guys. Well, thanks again for coming on and uh Yo legends, man. Thank you so much for your time. This appreciate is a, a you lot of fun. No, I appreciate you guys. Looking Thank you. And yeah, we'll see you out on the road at some point for sure, boys. Yeah. Looking right. forward to meeting y'all. Thanks for listening, everyone. Be sure to follow our Instagram at Behind the Rose Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, comment, like, and give us all five of those damn stars. Behind the Rose is recorded on site at the world famous Grizzly Rose or wherever we happen to be. See you next time, Behind the Rose.